Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is May the 21st, 2018. Uh, with us today are Paul. Yo, what's up, man? <laughs> Dude, already. Okay. Uh, G is back. What up, G? Humble and, humble and glad to be back. All right. And Phenom. What's good? Pleased to be of your acquaintance today, gentlemen. Yeah, all that stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just the Black Ryan. All right, y'all. I'm going to try to bring my energy up as the show goes on. It's been a long day, and it's been a long time trying to get this podcast recorded tonight. So um, let's get into these topics. Paul, you up first? It looks like... Uh, the Obamas, Thanks, yeah. Skip, oh, dang! Skip, I keep forgetting that. Blackness, yeah, if huh? I don't put, oh, hey, <laughs> if I don't put this weekend blackness on there, I just be like, forget it. I'm moving on to the next time. All right, yeah, yeah, my bad. Time out, time out. You need to restart this whole thing. Fine, fine. Coming. We ain't restarting nothing. It's going in just like this. It's only been a minute. All right. Uh, so uh, this weekend blackness, I guess. Let's go in order of who I said. Who did I say first? I said Paul first. Paul, how was your you weekend brownness? It was a uh, pretty pretty white actually this week. Uh, yeah, uh, went on vacation this week. So, yeah, I went down to uh, the beach down in South Carolina with the family. Uh, met some family down there. This is actually my sister's uh, sister's uh, dad's side of the family. So this is like the this is the black side of the family. So yeah, so I'm out there down in South Carolina with all, all my black family. We had a real good time though, man. Just hanging out. We rented a house, you know, which is all staying there. Just just hanging out, you know, grandkids and all that stuff for, for the for the older folks and you know, just eating food and stuff like that. So it was cool, man. But uh, we've been going down there for like three years. So like once a summer, we go down there, just kind of meet up, you know, check it out. But a uh, funny story was down there, and uh, we had to go to get some, you know, we just go get some food or whatever like that, man. They got a Kroger down there, and I've been in that Kroger one time before, but I never noticed it. I guess over the last year. Man, this Kroger is huge. Like they, and the liquor section is huge. And so, like you know, this this, this island is nothing but white people in there, and they're just buying up tons of alcohol, tons of alcohol. And, and the Kroger's got beer and wine, beer and wine. Not only does this Kroger have beer and wine, man, this Kroger has a bar inside the Kroger. What? And they told us, and look, man, I'm not kidding. They have a they have, there's a Kroger got a bar inside. Like there's a Starbucks in there. And so I went there to get get a, a, a coffee for my wife because it was nighttime. So I'm standing there waiting for the coffee. I'm looking over there just out of the corner of my eye, and I see they got a bar in there. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe you can just, like, sample a drink right there, and they got, like, a little patio or whatever like that. So I walk, kind of just walk over there and just kind of, like, you know, talk to somebody that was, that was kind of ser- serving in there. And they said, uh, they said, no, you can, you can take it and, and walk around with it. And so I start, like, looking around, and I start noticing people just, like, walking around the Kroger. So you can actually, like, in this Kroger, buy booze and then walk around the store. So I was I was bugged out by that. I was like, man, white people they got they got they got stuff they don't even tell us about, and that's awesome that they got a Kroger like that, that where you can just buy booze and walk around the store while you sip it on your wine or your beer or whatever like that, and ain't no problems in there. So I was I was really impressed by that. But uh, what I want to talk about, ask you guys about, so is a uh, so beach. You know, as as a as a as now a middle aged uh, brown black person, what what is appropriate footwear? To go out to the to the beach or out, outdoors with that's what I want to ask you guys what what do you guys think about about footwear? Because <laughs> my wife and I had a long conversation about this, and so I just want to see what you guys think. If you guys are on the same wavelength as me, man, what you hey, think? Crossed G? my mind. 
<laughs> when you when you go to the beach, what do you wear? Do you wear you wear sandals? Do you wear flip flops, slides? You wear your shoes, tennis shoes. What do you, what do you, what are you guys rocking? Uh, I'm probably going with the Nike slides. Yeah, I would I either you. go with the uh, the slides or you know some just some uh, what do you call it like water shoes. Like yeah, yeah. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Okay, yeah. so Ryan, what, do you, what about you, man? Air Max, don't lie, Air we, Max we, we, or we, Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jays on the right. And full disclosure, full disclosure, Ryan is an avowed lover of the Crocs. Ryan I would is never an avowed lover the inside the beach, man. They don't go out the house. <laughs> you only wear the Crocs inside the, the house. house. They made for outside. No, I'm, hey, okay, I'm so what, for that. I don't know. I don't know if this where this conversation going, but uh, sandals is a no no. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so this is this is the conversation going, man. So I'm like, you know, I don't know about you, you fellas, but my wife, like, she, you know, she'll pick out little outfits for me, like, you know, when we get ready to go to like little trips like that. She'll, <laughs> nope, hey, you know, to me. I ain't laughing. I'm with you. That's, hey, hey, G, hey, G, you with me, man? Hey, hey yeah, you, my wife pick out. Man, hey, my wife hey. going to Old Navy, and she, and you know, I, she, I go, I don't want to pick that mess out. You go in there and pick me out a shirt and some and some, right. and some cargo shorts or like that. And you some, know and what some I shoes, like, yeah, yeah you know right. What I like. <laughs> so, so, man, hey, so man, yeah, so my wife been buying my clothes mess. for the last like my five wife years. Yo, so man, but look, so she buy me like some of these little shoes. I, I don't know what they, you know, I don't just call them like you know they're like Vans or something like that. You know, little little slide and stuff like that. And I had them last year, man, but. Man, I went down there and packed this weekend, and I was—I just—I tried the stuff on before I got, you know, made sure it all fit and everything like that. But, I, man, I'm just—I'm at the point in life where I just want to say, like, I'm—I'm I'm out on no socks, man. I, I gotta have socks. I'm just that—I'm just old now. I gotta have socks on. I gotta have some Nike socks. I don't want no no ankle socks. I want my ankle covered, and that's it. So, I, like, when we're down there on the beach, even you know, if I'm walking out to the beach with my kid, we—I <laughs> had the Nikes. I had the Nikes on with the with the black socks on, and I'm not wearing no sock no socks no more. It, <laughs> So water, I'm only I'm only gonna put on the water shoe or the slide like when I'm actually like putting my feet in the water. Anything other than that, there's gonna be a sock on. I'm just I'm just out on socks. Hey, <laughs> so you know what? No, on no socks. I'm big on socks, but man, down at the beach, no, nah, no socks. I was pretty sure no Ishmael okay. was gonna say that he wears crushed linen pants and no shoes, no socks. <laughs> I can see him just <laughs> going clamshell necklace and everything. <laughs> that's, that's, that's only when I'm getting paid when I'm doing my modeling gigs. That's it. Dog, do you still the, got that the, billboard, man? Is that billboard still exist? I don't think so. I think the billboard is long gone. Those that don't know, Phenom was on a billboard here in St. Louis for a long time. A little little modeling gig he had. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh yeah, I think I remember. I think I remember. Oh, you know, I put it up in fantasy, man. I put the picture. I have. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. You need to put that in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> It's go ahead, throw that up in there one day, man. I don't, I ain't got it no more. But <laughs> it was funny. Oh, I don't even know if I got it. I had to, I had to search back and find. It. It's probably on, on my Facebook or something. Man, like we that. So we know, know you got it. You still proud? Yeah, of I don't it. even know why he fronting, man. If I had a model again, right. I had a picture too. Right. You ain't got a front. Man, you got I, hey. When it happens so often, you know, some little <laughs> things like that just get lost in the <laughs> shuffle. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's you just know, one a minute. He got that picture up in his living room. He should. Oh yeah, but he I'm had sure his little fake family on there and everything. No, <laughs> right. can't put that up. G, you got that picture up in your living room. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, that's all I got, fellas. I just wanted to uh, man, just talk about footwear because, yeah. But I, my wife was cr- was cracking on me because she was like, you know, I bought that ni- nice outfit and you just got these stupid Nike socks on and these Nikes and it, it don't match with nothing. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm, f- I'm comfortable. And I'm just at the point where I'm I'm, I'm going to stay comfortable. So that's it, man. All right. That's all I got, Ryan. All right. Uh, let's see. Phenom, how was your week in blackness? So my week in blackness. So here's my thing. So I was looking online one day, just searching through the news, and I saw that there was a new book by one of my favorite authors. Now, it was interesting because this author has been deceased for quite a while, uh, but it was Zora Neale Hurston. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I heard about this. She has a book called Barracoon, The Story mm-hmm. of the Last Black Cargo. I heard about so this. I was in, yeah, so I saw, I read about it, and I was intrigued by it, and I was like, I've probably read seven or eight uh, Zora Neale Hurston books. I actually took a class. It was a black literature class, and it had a lot of her books. I think it was black women's literature, and read a lot of her books, and then I bought even more. So anyway, I saw that Barracoon was out. What basically happened, this is a book that she wrote way back in the day, Nobody really wanted to touch it. They wanted her to change the style. Uh, she wrote in, I'll call it Ebonics, but she wrote in a way to where, I don't know, she wrote how the people were talking. Yeah. Uh, she uh, spelled yeah, it, it basically phonetically. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so some she did that in several of her books, not all of them, but she did it in several of her books. And so the publishers didn't like it. They said, nah, you got to change it to standard English. She said, I don't want to do that. So it literally just sat in a chest or locked away for years and years. So somebody recently opened it up. They discovered it. They said, let's publish it. I bought the book. It's very, very good book. Uh, and I won't really go into a lot of, I won't go into any details about the story except just to frame it. So the story is about this man who was the last known living person who was brought over from Africa in the slave trade. Now, this is after slavery was already illegal, uh, mm-hmm. but he was, you know, captured. He was brought over. And it's a true. Slave. It's a true. It's not. It's not like a novel. It's a true story, right? It's a true story. Okay. Oh, it's a wow. true story. And what she did is she actually, the book is pretty short. I was surprised that it was so short, but it's basically just her going to his house over you know, a series of times, series of months or whatever, and just talking to him. And she really just transcribed what he said, you know, for the most part. There's some transitions and things like that 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 you have to have in there, but mostly this is his oral history. Uh, So I I just thought that was just a great thing to read this story from this accomplished black author. Really, you get a perspective about the African slave trade that we're not necessarily taught. We we learned some of it in history books, but just the depth of his personal story was just very interested to uh, to read and to learn about. So that was my week in blackness, just sitting down and really over about a week in time, I read through the whole book. Again, it's not very long, but it's it's very interesting. And anybody who's an avid reader, go check out Barracoon. Hey, um, have you uh, you finished reading it already? I have finished reading all of it except a little bit of the afterword. Like, I've read the whole regular story, but there's some part in the afterword where it goes into, like, parables that he told that she alluded to, but she didn't 
transcribed the whole thing until the back of the book. So I'm done with 90% of it. I probably have 15 or 20 pages just of the after, afterward to finish reading. I want to check that out. Yeah, if you want to borrow it, you're more than welcome. Is it all- See, I can tell now. I, I can tell now. Isha's mom definitely is listening right, to the pod because right. he, he's talking now about he he's got all books. the studios. He's like, you know, <laughs> his work done on time. Collecting right. his, he's eating his vegetables. He's doing everything. Right. He's like, like I will definitely <laughs> share with you. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Miss Phenom. Not <laughs> so. We love Miss Phenom. Is that is that book on Audible for those of us who like to listen to books? I don't know. I don't listen to Audible. I would presume that it is. But I'm not positive. Because that is probably um, the only way I listen to it. Now, now, real talk, were there any parts in the book where you had to, like, reread it a couple of times to figure out what, like, what was being said? Because I, I know what you're talking about, like, how it's just, it's written like it sounds, like, like how the guy was talking. Yes. So it, it, yeah, there, there are a lot of parts. And so I know there are certain people that don't like watching TV series where there are subtitles and things mm-hmm. like that. If you don't like subtitles, you might not like this book because there were plenty of times where I did have to go and like, what, what is that? What did he say? Or what did he mean? But for me, part of the reason I liked it so much is just because it's easier to visualize this character because of the way that she wrote it. Like, I feel like I know exactly what he said, how he said it. So I have, his voice in my head, even though I don't know if that's accurate or not. Okay. But just that type of style, when you write like that, I feel like I make more of a connection with that character. So it's just like I got this old African man, you know, talking in my voice. So, uh, but it but it is difficult at some parts where, you know, you're just like, what? What does he talk about? Brian is Brian is my old African man talking to my, my head all the time. That's Brian. That's that's. that's, that's <laughs> Whatever, dude. All right. So who next? Uh, I'm going to go next. We're going to save G. Uh, I didn't move his story up properly, but G, you can uh, go after me. So my week in blackness. Um, I guess I will say that I was at work and a uh, co-worker of mine, a uh, young uh, English gentleman from Wales. Very proper. Oh, yeah. Very proper. That's my dude. Um, he's cool. And uh, he walked into the office and he's like, hey, don't want to sound weird or creepy or anything, but uh, yeah, I ran across your podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, uh, I didn't tell you about my podcast, but um, he uh, took it upon himself. Just I was joking with him. Uh, we were talking about somebody's Wikipedia page and it had literally like two lines. And I said, my Wikipedia page is longer than this dude's. Uh, just joking because I don't have a Wikipedia page. So he just looked it up to see if he could find me on wikipedia and stumbled across i guess my twitter and then stumbled across the podcast so he checked it out did tell me that he liked it so yeah that's cool yeah kind of strange that people would actually listen to your podcast that are not uh blood relatives but other than that uh kind of cool because we getting out there so he is our uh number one listener from wales i'm gonna give him that moniker so shout out shout out to you have you broke? Have you have you got into any uh, uh, royal family uh, uh, <laughs> conspiracies? No or royal wedding <laughs> hot takes yet. No, he does. Okay. He does come in and give me hot takes about people from uh, uh, over in Europe. Sometimes just random people that uh, you know may have started the Boy Scouts or some other random factoid. So I'm I'm cool with that. He's in the board games, so he's teaching me about a lot of board games that I would otherwise not know about. So he's cool. 
But anyway. Now, did he have his hand out, extended out, when he said, I listened to your podcast? <laughs> Was his hand out like, nope. I'm telling unless you put something in it, unless you put. <laughs> nope. Or do some work. Leave it so my hand is no longer empty. Nope, because actually today uh, the, the big boss was in. And uh, he was talking, the boss was talking about listening to a podcast. And I looked at Lewis and I was like, you better not say I got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, coming. It's that, coming. Man. That didn't already played you. That's why he came in oh, talking man, about podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool either way, but I just prefer if we didn't have to talk about it at work. But yeah, um, that's it. So what about you, G? How was your week in blackness? Uh, well, as you guys know, I've missed the past couple weeks. And so, you know, believe it or not, the past couple weeks been uneventful. So I was kind of geeked, you know, since I've been gone the past couple weeks, I was kind of geeked for this week. I'm like, hey, I'm back, you know. So, but I, you know, I, I figured I was going to ease on into the week. And so <laughs> early in the week, uh, you know, Paul dropped the topic. Now, I've noticed you guys, you know, drop down at least like four or five topics topics a piece you know and i don't know how to uh to copy and paste and all that kind of stuff uh, <laughs> to put my t- to p- uh, here it comes here it goes talk you talk he don't know talk how to talk he said i don't know how to copy and paste yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway so I saw a topic that caught my interest, so I I jumped on it, and I commented. I said, hey, that's my topic. I'm going to use that for this week. Nobody said anything. So today, all of a sudden, mm, <laughs> podcast beef, podcast beef. And he want to air it out while we record. He's right subbing. Now. That's all right. I like it. All, right. all of a sudden today, I heard, you know, so, gee, what are you going to talk about? So I'm like, you know, I've already stated what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> oh, so you just gonna steal that man's uh, <laughs> facts? Still, still one of them. Uh, steal that man's topic, and I'm just like, okay. I mentioned this early in the weekend. You just now wait to the day of the podcast to mention. So yeah, that was my. I thought that was so black. <laughs> I so, missed that though. I think I probably just overlooked you saying I'm gonna talk about that next week. Uh, I'll be forgetting that you ain't on the keep, man. I got to remember that we got to do things by telegram for you. (laughs) (laughs) Carry a pigeon. Wouldn't be be the black delegates without having that one person that really, that I don't even know if you really got internet. He claimed he got internet. I think he'd just be stealing his neighbor's internet. Right. I'm showing my garage right next door to my neighbor. (laughs) <laughs> so since since G was uh, so adamant about deboing Paul's uh, topic, we are gonna give it to him. So for the record, he did not debo my topic. I put topics out there for right. He deboed your right. topic. You you was, was right. like, okay, okay. When when G ain't here, we we let him. Uh, he talk about whatever he want. But when he leave, that's what you did. You did <laughs> talk about me. <laughs> when when G ain't here, I do the topic I want. But when he come back, he can have mine. That's exactly what you did. Hey, hey, Ryan, Ryan, you better, you better watch that smoke, man. Because if not, I'm gonna drop, mo, I'm gonna drop the mo story on you. I'm gonna drop the mo story if you don't be cool. So, 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 you keep, keep, keep on, talk that talk, and I'm gonna drop that mo story on you here in about five minutes. All right, all right G. let's go. All right, all right G. So, all right. are you ready for this topic? Yeah, I, I don't have no fancy this, name for it or nothing. 
right. Lewis, ask, ask Ryan about the Mo story. Ask Ryan about the Mo story, Lewis. All right, this first story is about a 25-year-old poses as a high school student to relive hoop dreams. And basically, this took place uh, down in Texas. Uh, and the guy's name is Sidney Bouvier Gilstrap Portly. We'll just call him Sid. Are you serious? Gilstrap? Oh, right. Yeah, like five <laughs> names. That's funny. Uh, uh, I've probably been married three times. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, basically, uh, he enrolled in school as a 17-year-old high school freshman, and basically, he said he was a homeless, uh, a homeless Hurricane Harvey survivor. Enrolled in the school as a 25-year-old, and and then transferred to another school to hoop. And I just thought the story was interesting because I've I've personally had this dream before of to go back and <laughs> to, to to go back in high school and, and play again you know you always sit there and say you know if i knew the things you know if i knew the things back then that i know now so yeah it was a little it was a little personal dream but, but basically what do you guys think about this story it's wild to me man i mean the dude I guess he was okay when he first went to high school. I mean, I guess he, I guess he, you know, playing AAU but not, not getting enough looks, or whatever like that. But then I was no, reading, actually, no, actually, this dude uh, played college ball also. Oh, that's so right. He his, was his, his, oh, okay. his first, his first go around, he made it to college. Oh, that's not that's good. right. But then, but then when he came back to the school, then he was getting like he was getting like all all region. I mean, he was getting like all metro or something. I mean, he was getting he was getting some accolades the second time around too. And they said like one of the coaches. Uh, one of his old coaches like just saw him at like a camp or a tournament or something like that and just ran into him and was like, hey, that's that's the dude I used to coach or something like that. That's how he got busted, I guess. But, man, it's I, like, I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't do it, man. I, I, I know at my senior year of high school, I was like, man, I'm ready to get up out of here. I never want to go back. I never want to see none of these people again. And I haven't seen none of those pe- people since then. And I don't so want to see them again. So I'm so, out. <laughs> so you've never wanted to go back to high school? Not as a grown up, and no, I would well, not, man. Like, yeah, why? yeah. Well, when when I dream of going, the... when I when I dream of going back to high school, I dream of my age going back. Also, I don't dream of going back. To <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. I just want my mental <laughs> right. state. I don't, yeah, I don't want to be a grown wanna... man. Exactly. <laughs> I just couldn't fathom being in the high school because, like, who wants to like? Okay, if you you're, you're good at hooping, you want to hoop some more, you want to live out that dream. I get that part, but like, who wants to go through all the day to day? Like who wants to sit in a class and go get up at like six o'clock in the morning? Me, do this, do, I mean, <laughs> me. I want to go through the day. To? To, I want to go through the day, of, the the, uh, the day of day of high school. Yeah, I want to go through of not thinking about bills. Right. Thinking of thinking about. Uh, well, now that that, that, about, that I feel you on. That about, I feel you on. Thinking about the little girls I'm gonna chase. <laughs> yeah. But the problem with this story is 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 he old boy one. He went back to the same area where he hooped in before. He was like five miles right. away from his old high school. Negro, yeah, everybody know yeah. you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You How can't hoop in the same spot. Man. Yeah. Ain't nobody left. Everybody's still there. That was probably there before. You know, that's a, that's his first mistake. And then the second mistake was uh, he decided to date a 14-year-old. What the heck is wrong with you? I, yeah, that's where he went. Yeah, that's where he went downhill. The, the, uh, the whole girl experience. <laughs> 
had to put that hands too, on them. That too, but I, can't, I just can't fathom like wanting to be in, like just, oh, go to the class, go to the class, bell ring, deal with all these crazy people, you know, walking around in the hallways or whatever, you know, just all the all the high school drunk, like, man, I don't, for just for ball, like, no, nah, I'm good. Just, I'll be at the Y. Which, I'll be at the Y hooping all day. I'll be like Ryan. I'll be like Ryan in college. Literally not go to class, just go to hoop five <laughs> times a day. And that's all he did. And that was his college semester. What about you? Ryan's that fast. What about you? Ryan's that Paul, fast. Did, Paul, did you ever play any sports in high school? I played football and I played uh, baseball. Yeah. Okay. But still, I don't want to go. But I, I mean, I like to play. But nah, not to go. Not to go back. No, man. I can't. I can't. I can't see. What about you? Is you? You think you? You would have gone back? Heck yeah. I feel like it, it still feel like I'm he got like, a couple more throws out there on that football field in his arm. You definitely should have. Oh, absolutely. Kept playing quarterback. Man. I you feel. Should. I feel what G is talking about. Where. You always wonder if you could go back with the knowledge that you have now or something like that. I think I think most the, athletes the, have had the that. knowledge, the focus, you know, like discipline, the discipline. You, right. You always think about man, I always think back about all those practices I wasted and how I didn't take the weight room serious, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I've I've had those similar thoughts at some point where it's like, man, I know if I if I would have went back and, and had this knowledge or even I feel like if I went back at 20, this dude was, what, 25? Right. And it seems like this type of story pops up every couple of years where there's somebody. I remember there was a guy from Canada, I believe, who was like 30, and he went back to high school. There was somebody in Memphis who was 22 and married, and he went back to high school. Uh, all of these are to hoop. So this happens every two or three years we see one of these instances that pops up. But it's people trying to relive those glory years because if you don't make it to college or you don't make it to it, like this student, he went to college for like a year, but it was basically an NAIA school or some really low level. So if you used to be in a man in high school and everybody's calling your name, you're getting these accolades and you don't go to college or you don't play in college, you miss that competition. You miss those accolades. You miss people screaming your name. So I understand how people can want to go back and relive those moments. But at the end of the day... To actually go through with it, though, that's yeah, the crazy Yeah, to go part. through with it, that's just, that's just a crazy yeah, part. As a grown man, no. to Try to date right. women right. if you're 24, 22, 30, and you're trying to date women right. and... I mean, I would feel like an how idiot. Long, how like, long did he think this was gonna go on? I don't know. You know, man. that's the question. Hey, if I yeah, could, I one thing. If I could go back, though, I would go back because I ain't start hooping until like uh, the summer going into junior year. That's the first time I really start playing basketball, man. And I ain't get good until sophomore year in college. If I had actually played my whole life, I think I would have been good. So that's really my my only reason why I would say yeah, but not as a grown man. No, that's boring. But how how idiotic would you feel like i understand especially if i go back and i'm 25 i'm gonna just be so much more physically dominant i'm yeah. gonna be killing I think there was a post that said this guy had a game he dropped like uh, he dropped 25 and 15 or something like that he dropped 40 on uh, 34 points and 15 rebounds and uh, he dropped 40 he on, dropped the 40 on the number one team, team in the state right. yeah oh, okay yeah so of course physically he was dominant. But let's look at it on the other end. 
I'm 25 years old. I get crossed up. I get put down <laughs> by a 14-year-old, a 15-year-old. Oh, they gotta die. They gotta die. Uh, what in the world? Yeah, but you like, know that wouldn't happen though. Is your that wouldn't happen though. In your prime, what no 14-year-olds doing you? You know what I'm saying? And then not always. Hey, hey, look. And then at 25, last night. And then at 25, at 25, you got the smarts to follow them. Yeah. <laughs> so all the dumb man, stuff that man. we would have got done up by in high school, you're not doing that when you're a grown man. Right. You're like, okay, talk, you, I, you've already got a, two steps on me. Let me just grab you by the waist. All right, take it out. <laughs> Real talk, after that game I watched last night, I think a fourteen. I think there could be a 14-year-old that could catch Jim, James Harden sleeping and, and cross him over. Because, yeah, he, he, man, the, the amount of defense he plays, I think there could be a 14-year-old that could just, just fake him out real quick and, and get some points. But Definitely. that's a different topic. Definitely. All right, so – Speaking, well, no, no good segue for this one either. <laughs> I thought I could make up one on the fly. I'm hey, still no. working on it, y'all. I got the worst segues in the game. You got, yeah, you got the struggle segues. That's okay. Segues. That's okay. You really, 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 we need to get on ish. What I want to hear about this Mexico story. I want to hear about this Mexico story. I want to like hear how it all happened. I want to hear all that one day. But that's, we can say that for another pod. I yeah, guess. that's that's another podcast. That's we need to dedicate a whole podcast to that story. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear how, why, <laughs> more importantly, why. It's, it's the big question. All I know is I got emails with all these stories of glory. That's all I'm gonna say. I didn't know what was going on. Straight from that pretty, that, that pretty much was his. That, that was Ish's story. This twenty-five-year-old, that was him, like just going to Basically. Mexico and just hoop, yeah. just dunk on everybody down there on on four foot two Mexican <laughs> right. guys. I'm pretty sure he played in the Olympics for the Mexican team, some kind of way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure too. So, Paul, the next story, it looks like the, you said the Obamas have a, a Netflix deal. What can you tell us about? That's that? That's right. Yeah, so this story just came out today. Uh, so Netflix announced, and I guess it kind of been rumored for a few months. But uh, you know, you know, Barack Obama, his basically his first big, you know, major interview in the last year since he left office, was on Netflix on the new David Letterman kind of like long form interview. I don't know if y'all caught that a, a few months ago when that came out. But that, but that, I guess there was some talk back then. I I wasn't you know privy to them then or wasn't really paying attention. But uh, I guess I guess they're having some conversation about you know doing some kind of production deal. And so today it was announced. They didn't uh, say a figure, but basically President. Uh, Obama and his wife, they've entered into, an, into a multi-year agreement with Netflix uh, to produce films and series, including scripted series, unscripted series, docu-series, documents, and features. So basically any, anything that Netflix, any, anything they want to put out, Netflix will put it out there for him with their name attached to it. So now, I mean, what's really, you know, what I really want to talk about is like, uh, you know, like what do you want to see and do you think this is a good look for President Obama, you know, given that he's you know, we, okay, we know what kind of politician he is, we know what kind of man he is, what the family is, but, like, that doesn't necessarily mean they, they can necessarily deliver good content. I'm sure they can do some good, interesting documentaries about themselves or stuff like that, but, like, does anybody want to see, like, a, a series from the Obamas? Or, like, I, I, God forbid, I hope they're not going to do a reality show. I just hope I just hope that they're not going to stoop that low. We already got a reality president now. I don't want to see another reality show. Do about, you know how, about, how many episodes we will watch of Obama cooking in the kitchen with Michelle if he decided to do it? <laughs> Dude, I would be down. I would be down for a 12-series, a 12-episode season. season. Uh, you, you know Michelle's with the own cooking show. You, you know you know Michelle's gonna have the cooking show. You know that's gonna happen. That's that's off top. We know that's gonna happen. But the other shows, I just don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I'll let you guys open it before I, I I got an idea for a show, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna toss it to you guys first. Does she does he say, make more money than Monique? 
<laughs> this is important. You, know, you, they don't, you know they, they, they did. did. You know that. No, man. but now they didn't. They didn't say how much the the, the the agreement was for. But like they say, Shonda Rhimes, you know the the girl that the the black uh, writer that you know does like Scandal and all those other shows. Um, ER, not ER. What's it? Grey's Anatomy. She wrote that show, and she's coming to Netflix. And they gave her like a hundred million dollar contract. So I'm really curious. Although man, they didn't say a figure here. You know they here. broke them all because you got to. Uh, you know this is this is what I was gonna say. Netflix is smart. Because basically anything they pump out gonna sell. You talking yeah. about Obama? You know he's just coming off the presidency, man. Anything they pump out, the black community gonna buy. Hey, even the haters gotta get a subscription Mich- for that. Hey, Michelle could do a workout, a uh, yoga workout, and I that's gonna sell that. out. I would watch every it. black, every black woman's buying that. You have that. It's not even. It's not even just black women. When you look at the current political environment a lot of people are wishing the obamas were back in office or a lot of people want to see the obamas doing whatever it can be eating bread (laughs) eating crackers they don't care we want to see the obamas do it. time out so the black delegates you're telling me you want to see obama just sit in the kitchen with a wife beater and a do-rag on eating a a, a grilled cheese sandwich from obama from breakfast with the obamas breakfast with the obamas you think people will do it and 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 look, and then this is the and anything they do will be the first crack of like some personal stuff that you really get to see. Yep. They're out of the White House now, so any little little story that they little nugget that they give you, people want to see. They, you know, they want to pry them layers back, man. And one thing that you have to understand is you are underestimating. Barack Obama. Barack Obama's like a genius. He's an Ivy League graduate. He's well-educated. He's super intelligent. So I feel like whatever he does is going to be done well. He's not a person that just throws some crap together. He puts thought into it. He puts his intellect into it. And he's going to know how to he's going to know how to do it right. So I'm I'm comfortable with anything that he does i would watch i I would watch president obama talk about his spotify playlist what songs he got on there and why would you are you gonna you know you're gonna watch president obama hooping in those snug uh uh uh, sweatpants every time are you gonna watch that (laughs) his hooping days is over that's where you draw the line he can't hoop no more no what they need to do is have obama play against the dude who faked the transcripts in Texas, the 25-year-old, one-on-one, you beat Obama, you get probation, you lose, you go to jail. Oh, yeah. I know, man. Oh, yeah, that guy. Obama J was nice. That guy did get charged. He got charged with tampering with government records. Yep. Oh yeah, he's going to jail for a little bit. Plus, plus, man, he better not. He better not hope he didn't really touch that fourteen-year-old girl. He's going. He's, yeah, he's yeah, right. That's probably the most of his problems. Yeah, the little girl. But look, but look, Ryan, feel me on this. If the Obamas, okay, because it says they can do scripted series, they can do unscripted. So like documentaries, I, I'm I, documentaries, you know, stuff about you know what was like in the White House. I, all that's gonna sell great. But I want to see them do like because the, the scripted stuff. You know, comedies or whatever like that. That's much har- harder to do. I just, do that's that anyway. the part I have a problem with. But Ryan, if they do make one. But if they do make one, can we not get a, a, a black Kirby enthusiasm starring President Obama? Would that not be great if he was the black Larry First David? of all, Come I'm on, the Ryan. black Tell Larry me, David. Feel me on so this one. It's not going to work. Um, <laughs> so you're not going to give it to Obama? You're not going to let Obama be the other no, black Larry David no, beside you? Me and him got to talk. We got to talk if I'm going to relinquish that title. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know, man. I mean, he's not he's not a comedian, so whatever they do is going to be reality based. It How do be. you know though? You know, like you, we don't know anything about Obama like that. He could he could be funny as hell. We don't know if he was what if, if he, he was funny as hell. We would know about that. free enthusiasm. When, oh. <laughs> hey, he got off some good jokes while he was in the presidency. But the biggest thing about Barack Obama is he knows what he doesn't know. So even when he ran for president, he was basically a freshman senator, didn't have a clue about any of that. And people are like, who is this dude? Barack Hussein Obama. He got no chance of running, but he hired the right people. He went out and he collected donations, direct, you know, small donations from people where everybody else was trying to go and get the big corporate donations. He was like, yo, give us $3, give us $10. And at the time he raised a record amount of money. So this is a guy who thinks outside the box. He knows to hire the right people. He's not going to go in there and say, look, I'm going to write this series. I'm going to write all the jokes. No, he's going to go look at who are the best people in the industry. Which ones do I have a good rapport with? Which ones do I have that I can vibe with on the same frequency with? And he's going to hire those people, bring them on board. And like I said, whatever he do is going to be butter. Everything's political. (laughs) Are you tired? Ready? Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> random but okay <laughs> i still want to see the the, the black curvy enthusiasm starring barack obama just kind of going through through his, his daily life after pres after the presidency i could i could see him teaming up ago. with yeah. uh, uh I, I jordan peele and that's what i want to see doing something maybe i think it could work hey man i'm not here to pitch all my ideas on the podcast such as, they can call such as just put them on put them on the real og he could be a character on uh, Real OG, or what is it? The Last OG, my bad, with Tracy Morgan. <laughs> I would, I would also tune in to see Obama go to like his his relatives' houses. I mean, just his normal relatives, like the ones that live in the hood, and just sit down and play spades, spades with the Obamas. I would watch that. <laughs> I don't think Obama. anything, man. Playing dominoes. Watch it. Watch a Barack go get barbecue from the local barbecue <laughs> joint. I watch that. But yeah, man, I'm down. Watch it, Obama do. sneak out the side of the house to smoke a cigarette. A new port a new port. A new port. Yeah, exactly. New port. <laughs> All right. Alright. I'm gonna make y'all do y'all own segues from now on for everything. See, this is why I say I have to title these stories so we can actually go into something. See, because I got nothing. You got a story about K Dot Ishmael? Yes, I do. What happened to him at his recent, uh, I guess it was a concert of some type. Ryan always got the awkward segues. You don't you don't have to try to do everything to make it a smooth segue. Sometimes you can say, all right, let's move on to the next story and just keep it simple like that. So anyway, all right. So this is a story that I actually just saw today. Kendrick Lamar was performing at Alabama's Hangout Music Festival. This was Sunday, so last night when we normally do our podcast. And he brought a white female fan on stage to rap his song, Mad City. And this is what happened when he did. <laughs> what I'm doing up for you? What's up, bro? 
So All right, we gonna lose that. <laughs> explicit. Hey, you can beep it out. And uh, you done said the N-word on this show several times. Uh, no, I'm not talking so about the N-words. The audience really. was saying F them, get off the stage. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> yeah. catch that part. But yeah, so just in case that audio wasn't clear enough, basically what happened he was, he was bringing different fans on stage to rap his songs. And this particular fan, a young Caucasian woman, said the N-word very loud. Really, that was the only word that I heard her say out of everything. <laughs> it was like, she was like, uh, 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 my nigga. <laughs> so K-Dot got mad. He said, hey, you know, he stopped her. He said, yo, I brought you on here. You can do it, but there's one word that you got to censor out. And so she apologized. He said, oh, my bad. Um, and so I just wanted to know, what do you guys think about that? Because, of course, we talk about racial issues all the time and people saying the N-word, white people saying the N-word and yada, yada. But in this song, he caught her on stage. She's reciting lyrics to his song. So is she entitled to say the N-word if it's a direct quote or should she just never say it? Like, is is she in the wrong? Is he in the wrong? Are they both in the wrong? What do y'all think about this? I think they both kind of in the wrong. I mean, they, it, she got set up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, set got, up for the wet up. Yeah, she got set up, man. You, you know, you put the mic in my face. I love your music. Hey. I want to quote it right, you know. and you know she and you know she's been drinking all right, day before right, this. You know, right, right, yeah, right. You can hear her talking about say what? I'm not cool enough. Yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah, you can tell she. Yeah, right. But uh, yes, yeah, that was a nice little setup. Yeah, they both. They, I guess you would say they both wrong. Yeah. She she oh. got she got to be smarter than that and see that setup. Like, ah, eh, maybe this ain't the right place. I'll just save this for when I'm in the shower. Yeah, I'm sure I'm wrong, but I'm I'm with G on this. Like, it's, I mean, you hear the songs, you ain't buying it. Nobody buying the edited version. She's got the she's got the unedited version. She's hearing what it is. She's probably out there drunk. She thinks she's on stage. She ain't in the right state of mind. Why 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 put that girl? Why 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 put fans out there? You know, put them in that situation. You know, you you know what you know what what song you're about to put out there to to have them uh, singing to the mic and stuff like that. So. You gotta watch that, but and you gotta know where you're, you're at. You're down in Alabama, man. Be careful, but right. you know. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm a, I'm not gonna go too hard on the girl, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll defer to the the other black delegates on this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay quiet. And she apologized. Ryan, what say you? I say the one thing that y'all leaving out that's the most important is. We paid to come see you rap. Why am I on stage rapping? I ain't come to do all the work. I ain't come to do the work. I'm paying you. I hate when they even turn. Don't even uh, mute the music and, and point the mic at the crowd and have us say a line. Brother, you do it. Because I'm paying you. That's the problem. That's the problem. And play, it like just, and play it just like you have it on the CD. I don't want to hear that that, that like remix yeah, version you do just for yeah, the stage. Yeah. Man. That, I don't want no live I band. I like I like I don't it. want no live band, yeah. man. Put the, put the actual track on. What's wrong with these people? Well, one thing I will say against that is I normally agree that you want to see the artist do the song. I hate when there's five other people on stage and it's not a group. It's like two chains, but then he got eight homies out there. So I hate when they got all the hype men and they're rapping all the words or whatever. But in this situation, I feel like if I'm at a concert 
whatever kind of concert. If I'm at a rap concert, if I'm at a R&B concert, if I'm at a jazz concert or something, and they call me on stage to make it interactive, like I feel like that's a good thing. You're being interactive with your fans. I feel like especially if I was in my 20s or in my teens, I would love that opportunity to go on stage and be able to interact with my favorite artists. So I don't have a problem with that whatsoever. The only interaction I'm going to do is if Beyonce pulled a chair out and told me to come to the stage. That's it. Oh. <laughs> then I'm on my way. But other than that, no. Man, back in the day, yeah, they did that. back in the day at a two live crew concert. <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree with y'all that the poor girl was set up because I feel like if you K-Dot and you know that this song got the N-word in there, right. whatever, 15, 20 times. Why would you even call her on stage her to do that? Her, of all people, right. Why Why would you put her in that situation unless you don't care? And it's like, if you're going to put that in your music, and I think all of us, except Paul, and Paul better not be saying it, but the rest of us. Oh, no, I think the Brown delegation can say time. Right. I think the Brown delegation, in, in certain parts of the country, yeah, can, Brown delegation can, but, does say it. Uh, but, but Paul cool. does. Paul's I'm never cool. done it. Paul's Paul never does. said it that I know of. But right, you know, I think they they got uh they can do it. They got leeway. Yeah, certain, right. certain. Sure, that, that's, that's a that's a whole another interesting I, topic. Right, they, don't they yeah. call you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know what that is. Those would be Middle Easterners, and yeah. I'm going to apologize to right. them. Any of our Middle Eastern for uh, calling him. Right. We may have heard that slur. Going to suspend oh, G for gosh. at least one episode. Right. About to get kicked My. off of Apple Podcasts. Right. All right, I guess we should move on to another topic you. before we get uh, get removed from the internet. Hey, you can edit that out. I'm not editing it. You're going to pay for your wrongs, sir. <laughs> All right, so speaking of someone else who's going to pay for their wrongs, Mr. T.I. was arrested over the weekend again. But this time, I'm going to defend him and say it wasn't his fault. So, apparently, uh, he was in his neighborhood, in his, uh, I don't know what you call these areas or what type of neighborhood he lives in, but he's rich. So, he's in a gated community. Um, he came home pretty late, they said, from the studio. Uh, he goes up to the guard shack. Uh, the guard, he claims, was sleeping. He had to wake him up and ask him, could he buzz him in because he had forgot he didn't have his keys. Uh, the guard wouldn't let him in. I guess he, he claims that he didn't know him. I mean, you're a black dude. You can't tell me you don't know who T.I. is. You probably know, unless you just, I don't know what you listening to, classical Mozart all the time. But don't he for real don't know who T.I. is. Even they would, man. He listened to 21 Savage, man. Yeah, the guard, he sounded like he was black, I'm guessing. But I think he was. So, um, so the guard was black? <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't know who Ti was if he didn't have the hat on, leaning at a at a at a seventy two degree angle. If I didn't, if he if he didn't have the hat on, the the the, the, the Braves hat on, you know, barely off his head, like the dude off uh off uh what was that show back? Uh, I ain't help you. Oh, a little okay. beanie that was on the uh the, the show <laughs> was it not the Wire? Uh, oh, gee, Oz. Yeah, the dude that had the little beanie like an Oz. Yeah. If he had the hat like that, then I might recognize him. Otherwise, I might not recognize him. He might just look like another dude. Uh, Tiny uh, got on the phone and she was trying to get him in. Dude apparently started talking slick to her. 
still wouldn't let him in. So, you know, T.I. Uh, had some words with the dude, and then he called 911. Well, that's that's a little bit inaccurate. Is it? So he get him. Yes, get him. He did let him in. Is he it? let him when after he talked to Tiny, she told him let him in. He good. So he let him in. Ti went to the crib. But wait a minute. He, where's the where's the part where he said he told Tiny like who are you talking to? Who you think you talking to? Right. That he, happened. He they they had words. Oh, okay. But he ultimately let Ti in. Ti went in the house. Said he wanted to let his head cool for a few minutes, and then he went back out because he asked the guy his name, and the guy didn't give it to him. Yeah, so yeah. he went back out there to get his name. So he did. He did eventually, ultimately get in the house, but then he came back and said, "Okay, I need to get your name so I can talk to your supervisor and blah blah." And so that's where uh, the police call came from and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. So of course, uh, even when you're rich. What Jay Z say? Still N word. So, my man, my man. No matter what, he was uh, taken in to prison, uh, to the jail. Um, they apparently didn't care what he had to say. Uh, and then uh, we had the TMZ video. Uh, TMZ is the number one news source in America. If I haven't said that on here before, but I'm gonna big up them again because they get all the footage. So we got Ti in the prison uh, or in the jail. Uh, he's asking the officer in the most polite manner possible, <laughs> mind you. I, I like Ti's uh, super polite white people voice. It's it's uh, it's funny to me because he's still country, but he try to he try to pronunciate pronunciate all his words. <laughs> Excuse it's not me, a white sir. people voice. He's it's like not a white people voice. It's just yeah, but it's him proper, talking proper. It's funny. Yeah, it's proper voice. Sir, yeah. what did I do though, sir? His African-American voice. Yeah, you can't tell me that I did anything wrong, sir. It's just funny. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude told him he, he, he was arrested for acting the right. I don't think he was drunk. He was drunk, too. I don't think he was drunk. They said he was drunk, though, right? They, they said he was. Like they said he okay. was, but he didn't seem drunk. I don't know how long between the video of him asking the officer the questions and him being arrested, but he didn't seem drunk at all to me. So <laughs> I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the opposite side in this argument, man. I'm I'm, I'm supporting I'm a supporting the security guard. Of First of all, it's a black security guard. It ain't no there there hopefully no racism. He may not recognize the dude. The dude started talking slick to him, but yeah, I want that's the dude I want. Hey, don't let nobody up in here. Finally, when the wife talked to the wife, he finally let him in. But before that, he was like, hey, you can't go in there, man. He just, he found the rule. We need people that you know adhere to the rules. So I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the dude's stance on the side in this. I mean, it doesn't matter. The dude's famous. He didn't have his ID. You know, whatever. And they start talking slick. They start arguing. But, you know, he finally called the house and said, the wife said, let him in. And he let him in. They do want to come back and, 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 and you know, they want to have some smoke about it or, 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 or throw hands. That, that, that's between them. He had to call the police. But he, the dude did his job. Dude, you can come guard my house anytime you want. T.I. asked for, well, for his name, though. That's what I was wondering about. Like, out when I, the whole part about T.I. going back out there, that's, that's the interaction I want to know about. How did that really go down? For the dude to have to call nine one one, because I'm I'm figuring Ti went back to the house and then came back up there to check, dude. You can hear but him he on the a, phone. I know, I know he had he, he had he had a friend with him, and that dude the the friend with him that was with him that dude like had some warrants out for his arrest, and they when they when they when the cops came up on uh, after the nine one call, I think they put him in jail. Jail. Yeah, my wife said, "How you go go help it? You get up in jail." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Don't call me. You know I got warrants." 
<laughs> yeah, so so, so so I mean, yeah, so I, who you know who knows? I would might have called now and two two T- three dudes could hey, roll up in here. Hey, Ti might be the reason he got war. Is he the guy you call when, when you see it's exactly. gonna get sticky? Hey man, all he but had the, to do really was give his name though, for real, probably. But go ahead. Ish. Yeah, and hey. Paul. Well, first of all, let's let's go back to what Paul said. Paul said that this is a guy that he will want guarding his community or whatever. Well, the thing is, part of the incident that kicked it all off was T.I. said when he first arrived there, the guy was asleep. Yeah. So, Paul, Strike you want more. a guy Allegedly. at the gate sleeping, <laughs> that's the guy you want. But when <laughs> when T.I. came back outside, a lot of that is caught on the 911 call. Yeah. So, T.I., and he did it in a real slick way. Like, this is how you know T.I. is very smart, cunning individual. He's very street smart because he went back to the guy and I don't, I don't know the exact words, but it's like, excuse me, sir. Uh, all I did was I asked you for your name, and since you do not want to give it to me, you know, I want to talk to your supervisor, but we're going to have to deal with this. So if you step outside right now, then we can handle this interaction. So real people know that he really, like, come outside and catch this whooping. But right. the way he said it. You don't really know. You can't convict him. Right. Because he's don't basically really know. saying, come outside so that we can settle this business, so that we can handle this, so I can get your name is what it sounds like. So even though it's like, yo, come get these hands, he never actually said it. Right. So I don't expect T.I. to really suffer any legal consequences of course i'm sure he spent the night or spent a couple hours in jail till he got bailed out but like ryan said if the guy would have gave him his name most likely that situation would have ended yeah give him your name the police get there if you know the person lives there man it's no reason to arrest nobody you know because it's, it's only it's one of those situations where i still think the the outcome is different because you're black <laughs> you know, because I guarantee that happens where the judge lady said, do you know who I am and acted a fool and she did not get arrested, you know, uh, and then T.I., same situation, you know, and do you know who I am? I live here. My my uh, my my fees, my homeowner association fees pay your salary. What is your name so I can report you? And all of a sudden, my man ain't got to give him no information and the cops side with him, which, you know, that's not cool. Right, and the, and the picture that was painted before the video was released was a lot different because Paul said, yo, wasn't he drunk? And that was when that information first came out of the news, it was T.I. was drunk. Yeah. He was out here yelling, cussing at the dude, trying to whoop him or trying to do whatever. But the video, T.I. seemed lucid. Now, I don't, I've never been around T.I., much less when he's drunk, so maybe he acts the same. But he was not belligerent. He was not ignorant. He was, again, stating his words. His clearly, balance against concisely. that rail was very, uh, you know, very good. He wasn't falling over or nothing. Right. So, so that picture that we got initially in the media doesn't match up with what was in the video. And he kept asking the arresting officer, what did I do? Why did you arrest me for acting a fool? At, where is that at? What law is that? That's the law of I'm brown arrest skin. You for acting a fool. That's the law of brown skin. You're not doing what I say. You must be acting a fool. But hey, you know, don't act like the law. Don't like act like the law of acting a fool was not a rule in your grandparents' house. 
and you would not catch those hands for acting a fool in your grandparents' house. They'd be like, "Oh, it's okay. Like you act a fool in your grandma's different. house. See what happens. You catch those hands that's, in there too. That's completely <laughs> or grandma jailing. Grandma's house and the big house are two totally different houses. <laughs> that's just like the story we talked about last week, where she was soaking up all the air. Every that happened. Every black house that we done seen that we done been in. But you ain't. That doesn't happen in jail. So we, we, we wish T.I. the best, man. Hopefully this is not no days in jail. We know he's been in jail entirely too much. Uh, yeah, we, 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 yeah, I'm not worried about it. He, he knows exactly how the process works. He, he, he's been there before. This, is a, this, is a, this, will be a, this was a short stay for him. He's, he, he's good, I'm sure. I'm sure he's on a first-name basis. Oh, no, he, <laughs> he know how it works where they're going to say, this your third time, sir. You go to jail. <laughs> exactly. And it's not that serious. Yeah. You know, T.I. got like, like 378 strikes. Exactly. Right. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all. I'm and at some point, but at, some, at some point, Ish, don't you have to say though, if you have 378 strikes, maybe it's you. <laughs> maybe it's hey, the you. other times it was, and it probably was on strikes. his part on this one because he shouldn't have went back. You know, you could get that dude's name uh, later. All you got to do is say who was working last night. You know. Yeah, exactly. They got, they got a log. They got a log of who was working last night. All I know, if I'm rich, I ain't arguing with you. Especially after I'm in my house, we might argue beforehand. Man. But after I'm in my house, you know, with the, I could just get you fired later. Right. <laughs> but anyway. And yeah, it's like it's like like we talked about last week, Ryan. What did we say? It's gonna be hard for us to call the police on a black person who's oh, not yeah. being violent or committing some heinous crime. So you call the police on him just because he's asking you for your name. Right, just give him your like name. He gonna right? have, matter of fact, I'm not even going to call. I'm not going to call the police until you hit me. And then I'm, I'm probably not going to call the police when you hit me. I'm calling my lawyer. I oh, like, would have been outside. I wouldn't have came out. Like, you would have been like, out. step outside. I would have been like, yes, sir. Like, no. swing on me because I'm trying to get these millions, bro. Let's not be stupid. I'm, I'm not coming uh, outside. Just right. in case T.I. Boy hey, loses his mind and come shoot me. That's what I was just going to say. Exactly. Because I don't know him. When he saw old boy that's on papers, when he saw him. He was like, know you know what? I was arguing with you and your wife, but that dude, no, I'm cool. Now I'm one Right. No, exactly. I'm with it. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. But it's Facebook but this, Live. Let's go. Steal me on camera, baby. <laughs> but this story is <laughs> interesting because I mean, because if, if that had been a white security guard, this would have been a much, much more amplified story. Let's be honest about that, though. Yeah, if it had been a white yeah. security guard, it's been a much, much more amplified story. Oh, it definitely, would. definitely. It would. So, anyway, all right. Speaking of acting a fool, we got a. Uh, I know this is a late, late edition by me. This adding is yours? to the store. Yeah, this is mine. I added God. it at the end. It needed to be added. And Atlanta plastic surgeon is facing <laughs> lawsuits <laughs> after it was revealed <laughs> that she had been filming herself singing and dancing over her exposed patients during surgeries. Apparently, uh, Doctor Wendell, uh, how you spell? How you pronounce her last name? Bout. I would say I would say Boutte, yeah, Boutte. but I don't want to say Boutte, but that's what I was thinking. That's how B O U T T E. So apparently, uh, you know, she had been uploading all these videos to YouTube. She basically making music videos, acting the fool. Her and her nurses are twerking. They doing all kind of stuff. And oh man, it's just one of those situations where when I saw it, I was embarrassed for blackness. I don't know how y'all felt. Uh, I know, uh, Ishmael, I sent it to you, although pretty late in the game, but, uh, <laughs> did you get a chance to watch those videos? Unfortunately I did. 
And I don't know what to say. We just talked about T.I. And it is apparent that these Atlanta Negroes be wildin'. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, it's just ignorant. It's just stupid. Like, it's, I feel like this is something that a white person would do. Like, the girl that was on stage with Kendrick Lamar, like, I would expect her to be doing this because it's not even like a good black impression. This is like blackface almost. Yeah, it's true. She got on the big, the big lokes on. She just just doing silly stuff. So yeah, I don't get why she did this or why she thought this was funny and why that you would videotape it at that because you know if that comes out, basically you're done. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It, it, it was pretty ridiculous to me. Did you get a chance know. to to take a look at it, Paul? I'm just looking at it just now. I, I, you know, I've been out of the loop for the sense of vacation, but uh, yeah, this is. Uh, can I use the word coonery? Is this coonery? Is this? Can I use that word? Am I, am I allowed to do that? It's completely <laughs> accurate. I it's, feel like it's, it's coonery, but let me let me let me steer this direction. So, uh, which doctor do you admire more, this lady or the 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 fake doctor, the Malachi Love Robinson cat, the dude that had oh, like Malachi the whole list of- all day, all day. <laughs> if I got to make an appointment between him and her. I'm rolling with him, even though she's certified and all of that. Nah. Even though he had, even though he had the glamour shot photo, we got like the, the thinking man pose yep. going on. I'm going with Black Doogie, man. <laughs> Who was that? The little dude that didn't have a real. Uh... Yeah, the dude that was faking. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was faking like. My he was bad. Doctor. It took me a minute. I was like, "Who are y'all talking about?" I thought it was no, a man. real, a real plastic surgeon. <laughs> man, if you want, if you want a good laugh, man, go find the video of him like being interviewed. Where he's oh, it's trying, great. Like, basically, yeah. explain. Oh, man, yeah, it's yeah, great because he, he he's basically trying to use some like Jedi mind tricks on the the, the TV reporter, and the re- reporter knows what's going. You know what's up. You know what? <laughs> he's said. just trying to shut up. Dude said, "I don't." He's like, "You, I can't tell. I can't tell you what she paid to see me about. Maybe she just paid to be in my presence. Maybe you know it wasn't for a, a medical procedure." Like, man, man, hey, hey, let, just let you know when you're 17 years old and you want to see some some some, some naked ladies, you you go to great great lengths. And this dude went to some great great lengths to see some naked. <laughs> that dude was trash. But uh, yeah, but uh, old girl right here, she. Is winning in life, man. She's got everything, you know. She could do whatever she wants. She apparently hiring her own people. If you hire two nurses that are also willing to start twerking with you, you know, y'all all cool. Y'all got a good workplace. That sounds like somewhere Ishmael will work. Yeah, yeah. And then you willing to throw it all away, man, by putting it on YouTube like some dummies. What what kind of, what kind of surgery was she doing? It's like like tummy tugs and booty implants or what? Yeah, what whatever. Just plastic surgery. Oh, plastic surgery. Yeah. Okay. I'm not hip on so this. She, I'm not hip on this story, but you're gonna have to send me the link. Yeah, and I mean that's the crazy thing. I I looked over that part that they put this on YouTube. Really? Yes. Yes. Like right. not you didn't just film it for your own personal use, but you actually putting it out there like like this is something right. cool to do. That's crazy. Man, like all these doctors, like, look, when it comes to doctors, I want the most boring, serious, like the dude that I want a do- dude that doesn't think about anything else, like doesn't even crack a joke. I just want that. I don't want nothing like all those like shows. You ever seen those shows like like a like, you know, like Miami surgeon or something like that, where it's like, the you know, the, the dude that's super tan, got the muscles, he got like the cut off sleeves on his like uh, his little doctor, you know, coat, lab coat. 
I don't want none of that dude. I want the dude. I want the nerdy <laughs> old white. I want the nerdy old dude that looks like, like I want somebody who looks like Obama or looks like <laughs> looks like uh, like Mitt Romney that looks like he done nothing but surgery and cr- never cracked a joke in his life. Just done that. I don't want no. I don't want nobody making no stupid videos or nothing like that out there. Uh, yeah. Now, Paul, would you would you ride with this lady or would you ride with Ben Carson for for surgery? For I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Ben because again, it goes back to what I just said. Uncle ben, ben, Uncle ben has never told a joke in his life. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Uncle Ben, he, he may be crazy, but he, he's serious about what he believes in. Uh, and I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let all that slide if you can do this brain surgery on me or my family member. I'm gonna let all that slide. But this lady, nah, you got to get up out of here. You ain't serious about nothing. Uh, I'm the people don't now. look like. People don't look like they're taking nothing serious, and everything. that's people really under sedation, man. That's that's crazy. You need, I mean, those people could could you know they're they're not alive, and then she looks crazy as like, what is she wearing? I mean, her face looks crazy. What is that on her face? Hey, I'm watching hey. this now. This is hilarious. <laughs> before before I say this, I want full immunity. Before I say it, nope, nope. I'm getting full no immunity. Immunity granted. I'm, I'm giving myself immunity, so you don't have a choice. I think Ben Carson would be a cool dude to hang out with, man. He seems like a fun cat. I don't agree with nothing he say, man, but he seemed like he'd be fun, man. Like, if he was in a barbershop, he'd be saying crazy stuff. He'd be having fun, man. He always got a smile on his face, even when there's something serious going on. He, man, has, the fate, you, I, he has the fate of his department <laughs> up under him. And he don't care, man. He always just up in there having fun, cracking some smiles. <laughs> Ryan, I told you. I, I, I bet you he's the most gangster dude we know. Because he grew up in Detroit. He's, from, he's old school. He, he yeah. probably... He, he probably <laughs> He probably talks so bad about folks, but but yeah, that picture in his uh in his foyer where he's got the picture of him him with a with 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 black Jesus holding his shoulder. Yeah, hey, I gotta go see that. You I tell me, that you tell me the brother that's got a picture of him with black Jesus in his house prominently displayed is not a cool brother to hang out with. <laughs> Come nope. on, man. Come nope. on, man. You can sit down and have some chicken with that brother. It ain't seasoned chicken. It ain't gonna be seasoned, bro. It's not. <laughs> yes, it will. It's gonna be hella bland. No, have you, man, seen, I have you seen Candy? Candy looks like she only eats seasoned chicken and sweet tea. That's all. <laughs> they ain't playing, man. He's still black, Think man. He's he, good, man. He, he, you don't agree with nothing he say, man, but that dude, blackness is intact. All right, and that's the end of my immunity. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that. He just seemed like a cool dude to me. So, right. so we, so we voting the, this, this, this Doctor Boutte out of the black delegation. She, she evicted. We trade. We, we, we I don't her. think we can kick her out. I think she's a sole member. She would be the last one standing. Man, we can't get rid of her. That's the blackest <laughs> thing you could possibly do is to twerk <laughs> before you and after yeah. surgeries <laughs> with some blue blockers on. <laughs> right. Right. Making a music video while you perform a surgery is pretty black. That's pretty black. Man. That's pretty black. And yo, legit, she's not unattractive. She's Pretty in that one picture, she looked terrible in her scrubs during the surgery. She, yeah, 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 I don't know, like, I, man, I don't know what's on her face. Her face looks crazy in the in the in the rap video, but her right. glamour shot looks great. That glamour shot picture was nice. Yeah, I, I was I wasn't sure if that was her. I was gonna double check. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was wondering. I'm looking at her in them scrubs, and I'm looking at that glamour shot, and I'm like, that ain't the same woman. Yeah, it may not be for all we know. Who knows? Be like little Kim or something like that four noses ago or something. <laughs> hey, boy. She probably knows some good plastic surgeons, I'm sure, from school. All right. Well, that's all we got, man. That was a fairly quick episode. Yeah. Good. I don't know how we got there, but, uh, you know, hour under an hour, 10 minutes. So, Ishmael, how can we prolong this episode? We can prolong this episode by finding out where 
you can listen to the Black Delegates. Where you can follow us, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. We are also now on the gram. Same, same name, Black Delegates, underscore between Black and Delegates. If you want to follow Ryan on Twitter, he is at the Black Ryan. I am at Ish Creates. That's I-S-H Creates. We are also on the Facebook. We are at Black Delegates Pod, or you can do Facebook.com slash Black Delegates Pod. Ryan, what places can they listen to the podcast? You can listen to the podcast anywhere <laughs> you choose to. You can listen to it on hmm, we on Apple Podcasts. We still on Podbean. We on Stitcher. We on what you say po- Pocket Podcasts. I don't know. Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast. We on Google Play now. Although I I searched it on Google Play and it didn't come up. I don't know what that's about, but I did. Get I listen. I've listened on Google Play, oh, okay. so it's definitely All right, so on. So I there. did something wrong. All right, uh, I got Beyond Pod. I use that for my podcast uh, app. What's up so with SoundCloud? What's what's the update on SoundCloud? I'm not doing SoundCloud. I thought you said you were doing it. No, change I'm your pass. mind, change I'm your heart. Pass on that. Yes, I don't need no more places to have to go do this at. Um, <laughs> you know, if everything will share from one spot, then I'll do it. But uh, other than that, no, I signed us up for a Spotify. So one oh, day, that's what I meant. Spotify, that was yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. yeah. Spotify, Spotify did. Uh, one day, they will find the time to review it, and uh, we'll see about that. But they haven't gave me confirmation yet. Pretty much it. So, uh, any black podcasts or businesses we want to shout out? Anybody? Um, I don't necessarily have one today. What was I going to? What was I gonna do? Nope, I got nothing right now. All I right, guess I can. Let me do... see. I could. Oh, I was gonna say I could find one. Uh, let's shout out the Straight Out of Low Cash podcast. Straight Out of Low Cash is a podcast I start listening to just randomly, and I don't know none of them, but they seem like cool dudes, and uh, they I particularly like the segment or. Uh, they have a few different kind of podcasts on the same feed. The scenario, where they just talk about different scenarios that you might be in, you know, what to expect or what situations they've seen before. And it's uh, it's real cool, man. I, I really like it. they from St. Louis, too. Uh, I just heard that just from uh, in talking. So I enjoy the podcast. Check it out. Straight out of low cash. Straight out of low cash, we'll definitely check them out. I actually have checked them out before, but I will give them a second listen. And also, I want to shout out, you shouted them out before, but shout out your homie with the history before us. He's one of the yep. first people that followed us on the gram, and oh, he has a lot up. of good content out there, too. And he said he want to come on the show. Okay, well, he had to talk to me about that. <laughs> he, put it, he put it on the gram. He said it okay. on the gram, so I figured I relayed that message okay. to you. <coughs> yeah, we're, yeah. We're going to get, get you on the on. show, brother. We'll get them on. Um, oh, shout out to the Keepers of the Funk. Because they shout us out every episode. And I want to make sure I shout them out. Keepers of the Funk. I have been listening lately. Great uh, uh, episode. Uh, uh, I guess it probably wasn't last week. It's probably a couple weeks ago now. But uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, you should check it out. Mostly about music. And, yeah. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> 
right, that's enough shout outs. What's, what's funny about that? Publicity. What's funny about that? Right, you always like just uh, uh, you always trail off at the end. It's like, <laughs> nah, man, I'm not on my A game today, man. I don't know what's up. I got a lot of stuff on my mind. You know how it be. I hear you. <laughs> All right, so with that being said, let's get out of here before I destroy this podcast any further. All right, peace. It wasn't Paul this time. Yeah, it should be. Oh yeah, by the way, this episode 15. I said at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. This is terrible. Episode 15. Peace.